Hello, everyone. Welcome back to Mr. Sharm in English. So we started talking about, or we're in the middle of talking about the discussion of the things that take us away from Zerizas and Alacrates. And the last thing we discussed was, well, one of the things we do is that sometimes we're just always worried, you know, that maybe, you know, I know that I'm not supposed to put myself in danger. So therefore, I'm going to think that I'm going to say, well, there are certain times that I just can't do the missive because I'm going to be in danger, which in theory is correct, but we have to know when to apply it. For example, and I always like to use it, when you cross the street, you know that you need to look both ways. But if you don't look both ways, it's pretty dangerous. So don't say to yourself, well, you know, I have betafa and I have faith in God, he's going to take care of me. We know that you're not supposed to do that. So the Ramchal gave a general rule about when is it important to apply um, appropriate fear and not appropriate fear. So the rule is, which to discern between these two types of fear is the distinction that the sages of Blessed Memory made when they said, a place where harm is likely to occur is different from a place where it is not. The sages thus teach that in a place where danger is common and known to exist, one must take precautions. For example, don't put yourself into a cage with a wild animal and say, oh, God's going to take care of me, right? Because you know that that's not a smart thing to do. But in a place where no danger is known to exist, one should not be afraid and you should have betachon. So let's say the same example. If you stand outside a lion's cage just to look at the lion, then the normal course of action is nothing should be happening to you. And that's when you can apply the faith of, of, of God. And similarly, regarding cases that were said, we do not assume a disqualifying circumstance that we do not see. And the sages resolve Allah queries relying on what his eyes see. When you go to present a question to a rabbi, they don't, it's, it's, it's the information that in, that's in front of them that they worry about. They don't start worrying about other things that they can't see. The itself this itself is the idea expressed in the verse that we cited above. A clever person sees peril and hides. In other words, he sees it. If he sees it, he hides. But if he doesn't see it, he doesn't have to hide because it's not common. Um, so um, this kind of ill-advised hiding from perils need not be expected. It's exactly the idea expressed in the verse that I mentioned above. A lazy person says there is a young lion in the path, right? So this is exactly what uh, what we're talking about here. That, And he gives an example. Our sages of blessed memory explain the concept in the form of a story to demonstrate how far irrational fear can reach a person to prevent a person from performing a good deed. And this is the story. Shlomo Melech said seven things about a lazy person. What does he say? They tell the lazy one, your Rebbe, your rabbi is in such and such a city. Go and learn Torah from him. And what does he say? The lazy man answers them. I'm afraid of the lion on the road to that city. I may get hurt. I may, may devour me. Okay, fine. Then they say to him, your teacher's in your town. And what does he reply? He says, again, I'm afraid that I, there's a lion among the streets in my neighborhood. What should I do? And then they said, Okay, your teacher came into your house. He's just waiting for you to learn time from him. What does he say? I don't know. Maybe the door is locked. 
hospital room, he's not going to be available, and so on. All these little excuses, and I know this sounds like a funny story, but it's to, to build up a concept that the lazy person will, um, the lazy person will um, just come up with as much excuses as he can not to do the, the uh, appropriate thing. So you learn from this illustration that it is not the fear that causes them to be lazy. This is very important. Rather, it's the laziness that causes them to be afraid. Right? I'm going to say it again. It's not the fear that causes you to be lazy, but it's the laziness, because you don't want to do it, that causes you to be afraid. And regarding all these matters that I have discussed in this chapter, namely that the greatest, this is the greatest obstacle that a person has. And daily experience can attest to this. The truth can be seen by observing the conduct that is widespread and common among the masses of the people, as this is their way brought on by their folly. One who studies the matter intelligently will find it to be the absolute truth. Wisdom will come easy to the perceptive one. So the topic of Zeros, now he's going to close up this chapter, and we're going to go into a totally new trait um, in the next podcast, but now he closes it up. The topic of Zerizus, alacrity, has now been clarified with an education that I think is sufficient to inspire the heart and mind. The wise one will utilize this to become wiser and further increase his acquisition to these concepts in his Avayz Hashem. So now you see that it is fitting for alacrities to be the level that follows the heroes. Remember, this is now the second, or well, really the third level, because Torah is first, but this is, the, this is you could understand why Alacrities is followed after awareness because generally a person will not be a Zariz unless he first is a Zahir, unless he's first aware of his actions because he doesn't know what to focus on them or what to be careful on or he doesn't contemplate or think about his actions. And, and that is the actual definition of Zahiras. So now what will happen is because you'll find it difficult to envelop a love and passion for Kaddish Baruch Hu and to act eagerly with alacrities before its creator. Because you're still, you can't do Zerizos without completing, or at least the process of starting Zahiras. You know, um, because you, you, need to, you need to be completely aware of your actions. If you're not aware of your actions, you're not aware of what you're doing wrong, or you haven't made a decision to do better, you're not gonna envelop the love and desire to do all these things because you're still under the shackles of physical desires and it is still racing the course of his ruins routines that distance him from all this. Because if you're still doing Averis, you're not going to want to do it. However, once one has already opened his eyes to scrutinize his actions, remember we said Cheshav Nefesh, and to be careful with them and has already made an accounting of the gain and loss resulting from the performance of the commandments and um, and transgressions, as we mentioned, it will be easy for him to turn away from evil and to yearn that which is good, which is closeness to Hashem. And this is obvious. So it's really, really important because what's going to happen is as you remove the Averis, as you remove the bad things from your personality or from your routine, as a result of your Cheshman Nefesh, you will then yearn, start yearning to want to do the Avodah and also will help you remove the laziness. All right. On the next podcast, we'll begin chapter 10, which is a Mida of Nikias cleanliness, which is a really high level. All right, see you next time.